Yo, we back now. Hey, I got a new mixer so we can lower the music, but then we can bring it back. Hey. <laughs> Bruh, shout out to this road, uh, roadcaster. I've been looking at this jump for like three years. My birthday just passed. Yo, shout out to me and my birthday passing. But shout out to my mom and dad for having me. But shout out to me. Junk is dope. Like, you hear that? Hey, we get a little bit more professional around here. Hey, I'm about to catch up with hair wraps and lipsticks because if you go over there, it's very, very, very on point. So I was like, oh, I gotta cop this. Right, let's play some ignorant shit. Right? I mean, let's play some ignorant stuff right quick. Oops. I gotta watch my language because my mom likes listening to random stuff I play and do. Oh my gosh, bro! I took some pictures of some models. Look here, it's a paid gig, I did what they say um, But anyway, one of the girls was wearing a bikini top And boy did my mom see the picture on her stuff Because the girls was tagging me And she sent it to me and was like, God would not be pleased I said, bruh She's like, don't make me start commenting I'm like, please don't comment on nothing I post She was like, the Lord doesn't like that I'm like, oh my gosh her top was too small for her. Right, but that's all I'm And the thing is, it was an old picture. This was months old. Don't ask me Alright, last song, then we're gonna have to get into this podcast. Party is the Waffle House. If you ever been here, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now my mom really gonna cuss me out. Yo, shout out to you guys. If you still here, you still rocking with me. This is the Paid and Exposure podcast. I am your host, Gavin B, aka Coke, aka whatever you want to call me. I want to thank you for still being here. It's been a minute, man. Um, I didn't just celebrate a birthday, like I just said. Thank you for all the birthday wishes, all the love. Um, I just been grinding, man. This this Rona thing is almost over. Charlotte's about to start opening up. Um, so hopefully we get back in the groove and we're gonna get into that. But I do want to thank you guys. If you are not a part of the group. Uh, please slide on over on Facebook and go to No More Pie by Gavin B. And please sign up. Please join us. Um, but before we get started on everything, because we're going to talk about the group a little bit more, we do need to go ahead and let me do these drops, man. I, I get tired of doing my drops. Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast, a podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Now here's your host, Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. Can I just pay you an exposure? Hell nah. Damn. Yeah, tell a Gucci. Hell nah. Um... <laughs> You can't pay me an exposure. If this is your first time here, this is the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Let me explain to you what that means. You already know what it means. You know you cannot pay us an exposure. Um, this is a podcast that was created for people of color just to come in and um, relate to each other, but to also say, hey, let's help each other. Let's share work. Let's critique each other. Let's give each other pointers. Um and share resources, right? So, you know, we cater this to black and brown photographers. That's why you heard so much. Hey, we had to drop Mace, Jeezy, and Jermaine Dupri and Diddy all within two minutes of the podcast. That's how we getting down over here. But also, 
Um, not everybody that's a part of this group and Facebook group and podcast is a person of color, which is super dope. Also, they get to come to the front of the congregation. They get to share their resources, but they also get to pull resources, which is super dope there. Um, today is going to be one of those another podcast where it's just me. You know, I can't be having people come back into the studio and, you know, you don't know how people do. I mean, it's a shock that it's a shock that people, you know, are forced to wash their hands now. You you'd be surprised how many people don't own soap. But anyway, that's a whole nother subject. We're not gonna go there. We're gonna let it go. Um, what have I been doing lately, man? I actually been shooting a lot. Um, shooting has become interesting now because it's kind of like you you want the money, right? Because a lot of us have lost tons of money and we need those things. So we're looking at it and saying, Hey, um, I don't know if my mom, my mom just called me. So if y'all heard her, my bad. So you're kind of like skeptical and saying, hey, should I work with new clients? Should I only work with old clients? But if I work with an old client, isn't that the same risk if I'm working with somebody? It's a lot, man. So um, honestly, I've been paying more attention. Um, if somebody gives me any red flags, I do not shoot with them. We talked about in the past. So please go back in old podcasts where we talk about red flags and saying, hey, nah, maybe I shouldn't shoot with this person. Hey, look here. I had a girl hit me up today. <laughs> Excuse me, not today. Two weeks ago. And she gave me so many red flags. I canceled the night before her shoot. And let me tell you why. She didn't pay her deposit. And I didn't take her deposit. Um, she, I told her, you know, don't even worry about your deposit. And she said, okay. And she was giving me the runaround for the last week. And then finally, the day before her shoot, she was like, hey, I'm going to do it. And I was like, all right, whatever. Gave her information. And then finally that night, my wife, shout out to my wife. My wife's like, uh-uh, don't do that. So, no, her shoot was on a Tuesday. I canceled on a Sunday night. And I sent her a message, and she said, why are you not going to shoot with me? And I told her why. And I said, look, I've done this long enough. I can't do this for you. And I sent her to another photographer. And it wasn't because, um, you know, I felt like this other photographer, shout out to Rico, because that's who I sent her to. And he worked out fine with her. You know what I'm saying? At first, she did some crazy stuff that I didn't see that in her. But that's not the point. The point is, um, when I sent her to him, when I reached out to him, I said, yo, how did everything go? He was like, man, it was cool. Little OD, but it was cool. And he respected it. And he, I told him why I couldn't shoot her. And he was like, oh, nah, man, it was cool. And I said, yeah. I said, some things, um, sometimes working with clients, you get into this point where you say, I'm too far in. I know too much. I've done too much. I've experienced too much with this client already. I need to wash my hands, let them go and, and give them to somebody else or let them go to somebody else or whatever case may be. And that's what happened. And so he had a good opportunity um, during the shoot. He made his money. Shout out to him. Shout out to her. Um, so it was cool. Anyway, um, also what else I've been working on? Oh, my gosh. POC stock. Let me tell y'all about them. So right now, you're probably listening, you you should already know it, if I'm telling you it's POC stock, which stands for person of color stock, it's a stock image site that I think everybody, if you're listening, you need to go to their website right now, dead ass, check them out, they're super dope. I'm going to be doing a more in-depth, um, you know, blurb about them, <laughs> but let me tell you this, um, they reached out to me a, a little while ago. And they said, hey, we're looking for photographers to contribute. And so I asked them, I said, hey, you know, can I talk to y'all? Because I wanted to see more of about what it was about. And before um, I spoke to a young lady over there at their company, and she was amazing, man. And before we even got started on the conversation, I told her, I said, I didn't realize how much your website was needed. Because I guarantee right now, if you type in diversity in the workplace on Google, 
you're going to end up with probably eight people in a picture, you know, eight to six people. Um, 30% of them are going to be black. One male is going to be in there. One person from the Middle East and an Asian and the rest is just not people of color. Like, that's just how they get it. That's how they get down. And it's very annoying, right, when you're looking for that stuff, whether it's for projects or school um, stuff or, you know, you're helping somebody with their website especially. It's so hard to find stuff like that. And it's so crazy that probably probably somebody just went and Googled it and they they saw the pictures I'm talking about because it's on like three or four photo shoots. So POC stock, man, um, they're looking for new photographers. The dopest thing about them that I appreciated was um, you have to be approved to be on their website, like as a photographer, which I thought is dope. That just means they're not just letting any and everybody hop on there. So sh- super shout outs to them. Um, I appreciate them. I can't wait to upload some more photos on there so i can start getting paid because who don't need free who don't need more money during this time period but also just to give back and offer some things so if you guys can hop on go check them out sign up um and see you know see what it is and it's a new growing company so they're here you know they listening for feedback they want to make sure that they are delivering an amazing service to people also so check them out too um have i shouted out my group enough on facebook no more pie by gavin b um, hop on Facebook. I was just thinking to make sure it was right. So hop on Facebook because we actually just got finished talking about this Canon R5, which I do not know. I, all right, let me put it like this. I'm getting this camera. I don't care what y'all say. Um, I don't care if I don't need it, which I think is the problem that Canon is going to face very soon. Um, they claim, they claim the R5 will not hit any delays because of coronavirus, which I don't, all right, let's put it like this. The baby just dropped an album. Somebody in their mind is like, what the hell is this boy doing? Um, the baby just dropped an album, and he's out now talking about how he can lose $7 million before July if stuff don't open up. This is why this is a dope time to drop an album. It's also one of the weirdest times to drop an album just because you can't go on the road. And we all know musicians make money on the road, right? Kind of with this camera. You're going to drop a camera during a pandemic when people do not have an extra. I don't know. I'm guessing this camera is going to be somewhere between 35 to four grand. Who has that money? Like, so, and maybe they're saying, hey, the people who can't afford this camera, who are waiting on it, they're going to be able to afford it. Apparently, according to the rumors that's out there, this camera is still supposed to um, drop in June. So we'll be, it'd be interesting to say, uh, to see, excuse me, um, I'm definitely want to get it. I'm not getting it in June. I'm going to let y'all know right now. Um, and it's also scary that I'm reading some stuff right quick. But it's also scary because, like, I, you know, we was having a discussion in the group, like, who's going to need this camera? We look at the Sony, um, the Sony, the A4, and nobody needs 61 megapixels. Like, it's just... If you're an everyday photographer, if you're shooting a wedding, if you're shooting graduation photos, if you're shooting newborn photos, you do not need 60-something megapixels. Like, you just don't in a photo. Um, And I'm imagining with, you know, the Nikon having... The Nikon Nikon Z7, you know, if you're looking at them and saying, hey, we got 46 megapixels, Sony got 62, we imagine Canon got to be in the middle of that. It better be if I'm going to be paying, you know, that money it better be there. But who who really needs that? You don't need that if you, you know, most folks um, don't need it. So it's definitely going to be interesting, man. I'm excited to see how it goes down. Um, 
because I definitely want the camera. I mean, I, I have the, like I said, I had a Canon 5D Mark IV, but it being mirrorless, it's kind of one of those things. Like, I need, my camera is so heavy. I throw this 85 on my camera, and um, it's super heavy. And it's one of those crazy things that I'm just like, mm. I have a gimbal. Let me put it like this. I have a gimbal, and I'm really thinking about buying a whole nother lens because I need a gimbal. Like, I can't put my 85 on a gimbal. It's going to be too damn heavy. My 24 to 105, I can't get that balance just yet, and I don't think it's compatible for that. Um, I don't know. I got to check it out. But so keep that in mind. Um, we got a couple of questions. This podcast is going to be quick, man. I'm really only doing this podcast because hell, I ain't talked to y'all in a minute, man. So we got a couple of questions that came from, um, Instagram, Facebook. If you also, if you want to ask some questions, you want to hear read on air, feel free, man. Shoot me a message. Shoot me, um, a DM say, Hey, this is a question for the show. I'd love to hear your input. Uh, let me know. And then, um, We'll do what we're about to do right now. So first question comes from David, man. It says, how do you deal with clients who respond slowly to emails? I'm emailing a couple and each, this is his grammar. Let me just correct it for him. And each, um, each email I sent to them takes about a day before they, I get an answer. It seemed, they seem very interested in booking me though. I know I should stay calm, but it's getting a little annoying. All right. David, shout out to you, bro. This is what I say. Um, when I have a client that comes to me and they're responding slowly, you got to know when you got to stop. When you're, you you know, it's kind of like negotiation, right? When you start showing that you're desperate, then this union lost all footing. So this is what I kind of do. Let's say, um, who's in my computer room right now? Charlemagne. Let's say Charlemagne comes to me and say, hey, man, I'm looking interested in a photographer. And I say, hey, cool. You know, I always... I always write them back with questions, not too many, because they're just not going to, they don't feel like they have enough time to answer right then. They, they will probably forget about it, right? Um, but one of the things is I ask a couple questions just to kind of get the ball rolling. And then I try to, in my, my next response to them, I try to answer everything that they can do. One thing us as photographers have to do, we have to anticipate the needs of our clients. What that means is, if you write me and you say, hey, Gavin, I'm interested in photos. And I say, hey, what kind of photos are you listening, looking into doing? You say, hey, I'm looking into getting some graduation photos. Then the first thing I have to say in my mind is, okay, cool. Not only am I going to say, hey, this is my suggestions on everything. I'm also going to send you my pricing so you don't have to ask me that. I'm also going to send you my availability. Also, I'm going to try to figure out where you go to school at. And if anything, I'm going to suggest locations of where we can do it. And then I'm going to say, hey, you know, you can bring this outfit. We can do your cap and gown. We keep it moving. I try to do that. So when you write me back again, um, and I also throw in, we talked about pricing. You just say, hey, where do I send my deposit? We good. Now I got you on the books and now you have to talk to me. But if your client has to keep writing you, they're going to lose interest or they just don't have the time. So one thing I will also say is waiting 24 hours for them to respond to you ain't a long time also, bro. Let me just keep your 100 with you. Um, don't let that discourage you. But also on my website, I have a thing where my contact sheet, you leave your phone number. So right now, if a client is writing you, they should be able to go ahead and respond with their phone number. You should be able to call them. I've done that before where I was just emailing a client. But, you know, I've emailed them like, hey, do you mind if I give you a call? A news time, they say, oh, yeah, sure. Give me a call and then we can talk it all out on the phone. We keep it moving. Um, so keep that in mind, David. But it, yeah, great question, though. Um, next come from Zuli. Zuli. Don't kill me, please. 
Um, what computer are you using? I currently have a laptop, but I would love a double monitor computer. Any suggestions? All right. Woo. Um, I'm trying to decide if I want to kill my university I went to. All right. I went to UNCC Charlotte. Excuse me. I went to UNCC, University of North Carolina at Charlotte. Um, I studied computer software. I didn't learn a thing. All right. The best class I ever had with them was definitely my... Um, I definitely did a web design class, which I loved, which I, which is no longer needed, which is so funny. I graduated in 2011 and that is no longer needed because we was doing Dreamweaver where you had to build your whole, a whole computer. I mean, a whole website from like, you know, coding and all that other crap, which is beautiful. But then WordPress came right. And everybody was making all these thousands of templates. And anyway, the point is, I'm trying to tell you, I know a little thing about computers, not enough. Let me tell you this. My favorite computer of all time was a, a um, it was my iMac. I had a 27 inch. I got it in 2011. It literally lasted me to 2017. Uh, it lasted me there until um, I just stopped taking care of it. Right. My mom bought it for me. Um, she got me not enough memory in it. Not enough RAM. Excuse me. Um not enough memory also so it was it was getting bogged down just because i was taking so many pictures and i was running through it you know what i'm saying um if you're not using your camera i mean excuse me your computer turn it off you'll save the life of your computer trust me on that it sounds crazy but turn your computer off sometime let it breathe man so right now if i can give you a suggestion go on get you a mac go get your iMac um you need to know, no matter what type of computer you get, you need to know certain things. You need to know what specs you need. Um, so how much RAM do you need? How much memory do you need? Do you need a solid state drive? Um, how You know, we got to look at those things. Uh, your processor. So it's a couple of things I would say always be mindful of. Get you at least 16 gigabytes of ram right make sure you have a solid state drive that has at least like 500 gigs on it but in your hard drive has at least like a terabyte or two think about that your processor at minimum it has to be an i7 don't get nothing lower than that you're wasting your time um so right now when you go on mac and you probably get that you're gonna see a number that you don't like that's why you need to build your own computer if you got the money and you don't feel like building it go ahead get your mac but just know you can get you a you can build your own computer and it's going to be lovely. So I ended up doing that. I was saving up money. And I was talking to my boy. Shout out to Jmar, J Marty. Um, I call him all types of names. Uncle Mar. And he told me, he said, man, you know, you could just build your computer for what you have now instead of saving up a whole nother, you know, fifteen hundred dollars. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're kidding me. And um you can go on Amazon right now, look up gaming computers. You can go on, um, it's tons of places that make gaming computers. And somebody right now saying, why are you suggesting a gaming computer? Because it's going to be even cheaper than if you buy just a computer with the specs you need. The most important thing you need to do is Google research specs on the best photography computer. You know, if you can afford 32, uh, gigabytes of ram that's dope get it it's gonna cost you a lot though so maybe but you only probably realistically need 16 right so think of those things if you might want an i9 processor but right now you probably can afford and get away clearly with a i7 excuse me um there's and there's other different processes that's even cheaper or more but you need to be able to see that information and do it um so i built my computer 
I will suggest this. I went to iBuyPower, bought me a gaming computer. Uh, it came with a free game. I ain't plugged that thing. Let me tell you something. My computer fast as hell. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to hold you to it. Let me tell you, it's fast. I love my computer. Um, the dope thing about it is, so let me go back. The dope thing about my Mac was I had the last generation where you can swap out a lot of stuff in the Mac and it's brand new. You can take the screen off. You can add more RAM, memory, whatever the case you want to do. And, you know, it'll run better. Um, I don't believe they do that anymore. And also, if you have a Mac, they are saying, I was doing some research when I was thinking about upgrading my Mac and changing everything. You're only supposed to keep your Mac for two years and then you're supposed to try to sell it for a whole new one. They don't want you to know that. I'm telling you that. So keep that in mind. So great question. Um, definitely look into buying. I buy power is amazing. Look up um, video editing computer specs or photo editing computer specs and you will learn a lot and it'll help you um, in that avenue too. Uh, last question from Hannah. Hey guys, I want your advice on archiving raw files and finished galleries. How long do you personally keep these? What's your process and reasoning behind it? All right. Sorry, I wrote her question down twice. So I was trying to figure out what, what the hell is going on. So let's go through this piece by piece. What's my advice on archiving files? Um, who said this? I can't remember because I got this from another photographer. I wanted to shout them out. Um, what I usually do is this. I can't remember. Uh, you go on Amazon right now. They make the, you know, they make portable USBs. They're super cheap now. I think I just got me one terabyte for like 60 bucks. Um, or it might have been two. It was two terabytes for 60 bucks. They make portable USBs hella cheap. Buy you, um, this is what you do. You buy one, you put a strip of tape on it, you put the start date, whatever the date that you put that strip of tape on it. Um, when it's filled, you put the date that you stop putting stuff on it and you just put it away somewhere. Um, I also make sure all my clients, they, you know, I use Pixie set, shout out to them for my photo gallery. So all clients are informed um, when their pictures go up and when they're right before they're about to come down. And so I keep everything on my hard drive. Now I know somebody right now saying like, okay, that's cool and all, but what if your client, what if you lose autos? What if the flood happens? Cool. Um, I got that. I do have a cloud. I have a, um, I don't know if they call it Nas. I call it Nas because Nas is one of my favorite rappers of all time. But NAS storage, so network attachment storage. Um, but it's pretty much like a cloud, right? So I keep that there and I keep all of my clients' JPEGs on there. I do not keep their raw files on there. That's too much space. It will kill my thing. I have like four terabytes on there. Um, the one I have at home, as soon as it fills up, I can take it out and replace it, which is super dope. So that's how I archive all of my stuff. The USB thing, you know, I don't buy like five of them at one time. I literally buy one. And when it's like 70% full, I go ahead and order me another one. You just write it off at the end on taxes. You know, it's an expense. So you keep it there. So keep that in mind. Um, Before we get out of here and our last topic of today. Sorry, I had a yawn. Man, I'm telling you, yo, I don't know how y'all been doing this, but I wake up late. I go to bed late. It's almost like we out of school for the summer right now. Um, hopefully, we get back to business. Make sure y'all purchase an exposure on pay no uh, bills t-shirt. Right now, go on my website, GavinBowway.com. Go to store. Go get you a t-shirt. Send it to another photographer. I appreciate that, man. I want to thank y'all already. Oh, no, no, no. I don't. Want, I mean, I want your money, but thank y'all already right now for that. Um, The last topic of today, and 
I'm sorry if I bore y'all. We're gonna get we're gonna get somebody back up in here. The last topic is um the best and worst investments as a photographer. I'm going to be honest. I'm gonna be real with you. The worst investment I have gotten was an Alien B 400 light that I just sold. Shout out to the photographer and the photography group who just bought it for me. It was the worst investment I ever purchased. And um, I was so glad to sell it. I, I should have sold it a long time ago. Um, but you know what? I bought it. You know, I sold it at the right time because she got it. And she was such a sweet um, person. And um, shout out to her. But why somebody right now is like, why was it the worst? First of all. Um, if you get alien bees, you got you might as well stick with them because you're investing, right? So I bought the light, it was 250 or 260, excuse me. I bought a softbox for them for 120 that only fits the alien bees, right? And then I bought a beauty dish for eighty dollars. So right off the bat, I spent, I don't know, y'all do the map, almost five hundred dollars, right? And it was it was super dope. I was super happy. I had no idea. Oh, and then I had to buy triggers. Didn't know that. And so I was like super happy. I spent all this doggone money and I had no idea how to use it because nobody really teaches you teach teach you how to use uh, studio lighting. And if you go on YouTube right now, you got homeboys on there who be lying, giving you half the information because they don't want nobody knowing all of these secrets. So it was just a tough time for me as a photographer. And I didn't like it. I didn't like that. I couldn't use nothing else on there. So I was like going online, looking up cheaper stuff to use with it and buying different brackets. I was just like, this is the worst. I didn't like it. I was not pleased with it. Um, have I bought other stuff that was probably trash? Probably so. But that was the one thing that I couldn't wait. I just remember I was um I hadn't used it for a while. And I remember I told my wife, she was like, get 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 this up at the house. So I really looked around. I said, all right, it gotta go. I got rid of it. Um, so that was probably the worst thing. Sorry to them, you know. I don't want them to hate me, but it was it just was not for me. There's way cheaper options out there. Um and you don't have to sacrifice on quality and things of that nature. So please keep that in mind. The next thing that was terrible for me, um, excuse me, the best thing, my favorite piece of equipment I've ever purchased in my life. I bought the Canon, um, a Canon lens. It was the 24 to 105 um, L lens. And I cannot speak enough about this lens. Um Back when I first got started in photography, I was like 18 and 19. I told a photographer that I wanted another camera. I didn't even know nothing about camera. I mean, I had my 70D. Excuse me, I had a 70. And um, it was a gift to me. And for me, I was just like, oh, I'm going to buy me a new camera. I didn't know. She looked at me and she said, don't get you a new camera. Get another lens. I said, what? She said, get you a lens first before you get your camera. You'll thank me later. And I have thanked that lady so much. Shout out to Sarah because I had no, I wouldn't even know what type of camera to get. I just would have Googled another camera and probably would have just got that. But um, my 24 to 105 is the best all-purpose lens that you can get in your life, right? Um, it's super dope because, so you can get up close, um, so you don't lose any sharpness. You can also stay back and zoom. And, you know, I've from what I've learned, you don't need to zoom ever with a camera. You should always try to see if you can step in. But if you can't step in, it's a good zoom camera. I just love the quality of my images and the colors are beautiful. Um, so I do have the 85 right now. And let me just go on a little rant right quick. So I've been doing research between the 35, 50 and 85. And what I've learned, um, the 85 isn't necessarily needed. It is just like icing on top of the cake. Right. But it ain't the cake. 
So keep that in mind. So with the 85 is dope because it's pretty slow. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell everybody that. But that's just because it's just a, such a huge piece of glass. It's heavy as hell. But um, it's just so much going in. But it's super sharp. If it hits, it hits. And you're going to love it. But it's more or less like a, you know, a headshot, beauty, um, glamour type lens. Not a, let me get the whole background. Let me, nah, it ain't going to work for that, bro. Give that up. But, um, so what I've been learning is you need to go ahead and get you to 50. And then get you another lens and then come back and get the 85 if you want to. But, um, right now I'm trying to decide if I want the 35 or 50. If you have any suggestions, please send it over just because, I do want to start getting more of my background. I hate being far back. I was at Winston-Salem State, right? And I was taking pictures of this guy. And I was, at one point, I was probably about 20 to 30 feet from him. Just, I was practicing social distancing. Nah, but on the riddle, I was actually trying to figure out, like, I was trying to get a building. And I could not get it unless it's, unless I was that far back. But giving him instructions, how to turn, where to look, lift your chin. I couldn't do that. I mean, I could, but we was yelling. Good thing was nobody on campus. But, Keep that on mind, man. Um, anyway, I want to thank y'all for rocking with me, checking me out, listening to the podcast. Make sure you hop in the group. Um, hop in that doggone group, man. I appreciate y'all. No More Pie by Gavin B. I'm trying to think of a song. What can we play, man? Oh, my gosh. Who got a... All right, let's just get out with this. For those who don't know, I love Travis Scott. And his birthday was yesterday. I guess he a Taurus. I don't know. I don't know nothing about no astrology. Let's go. We see the hype outside. Right from the house. Uh, took it straight from outside. Straight to the couch. We put the mic outside. Edit shit out. You uh, letting the scouts outside. We running this couch. Ain't no control in the game. They never leave. I got tests over my veins. Cause that what I bleed. She drink a lot of the bourbon. Like she from the street. We got I'm control of the flow. We heard that your wave and dry. We flood in the drought.